0: Hey, top of the top, everybody, it's your boy QT, and this is QT The Mariner Show. Hopefully everybody well out there, hopefully everybody in good health, good spirits, you know what I mean, and everybody out there trying to get wealthy, all right? I want to thank all y'all, though, for tapping in with me, sharing my content, you know, giving me productive, uh, you know, feedback. I I, I really appreciate that, y'all. have led me to be over 100. Last time I looked, I think I was over like 120, Um, but either way. You know what I mean? That's because of y'all. So thank y'all for tapping in with me. Thank you for sharing my content. Thank you for just being supportive. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. On the last episode, I really got a lot of feedback. You know what I mean? So I appreciate y'all for being tuned in. I was going to do a part two on this episode, to but I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know how to edit the editing equipment, and I don't know how to edit like that. So I'm waiting for some of my producer buddies to get, get with me and, and uh, assist me with that. But... I will do a part two on gender roles. Uh, a lot of people reached out like, hey, I want to be on the podcast. I got some info I want to put out. I got some stuff I want to say. You know, this is my situation. I want to put it out there. So it'll definitely be a part two, possibly even a, a part three, but I got to get that editing and all that stuff down packed first. And then I'll tap in with y'all. I'll let y'all know it well in advance. Like, hey, you know what I mean? I need y'all for this time frame or whatever the case may be, but Definitely will be a part two on gender roles. But today I want to kind of switch it up a little bit uh, anyway, going a different direction because like the last, I'll say since Monday, it's probably Sunday last week, I've been watching the news like faithfully and I've been kind of real tapped in with the stuff that's going in, going on over there um, in Russia, Ukraine, you know, this this whole little conflict that's going on over there. And, then what I do a lot of times is I kind of piggyback the information I see on TV with what I see on social media. And to be honest, it's, it's a disconnect, I feel. Like the news, CNN, every news outlet has been, you know, focused on Russia and Ukraine. However, comma, that's not a lot of the posts. That's not a lot of the information. That's not a lot of the feeds that's going on on social media. And it's kind of. It's almost concerning, to, to be honest, you know what I mean? And the reason why I don't think a lot of people fully understand what's going on and what the results can be. One of the reasons is I think that in America, uh, being able to have traveled around the world, I think that in America, we're very spoiled. You know what I mean? A lot of other countries look at us as very spoiled and privileged. Like, I'll give you an example. When I went to the Philippines, it's certain parts in the Philippines that they don't have running water, right? Like, imagine that you, you don't have access to running water. You got to find like a lake. You got to find like some large body of water, boil the water, find a way to sanitize the water, and then use that to wash clothes, use that to shower, and use that to drink. That's that's pretty deep. A lot of people around the world, this is their life. You know what I mean? Even in Haiti, certain parts of Haiti. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what they have to deal with, you know? And so a lot of these people end up migrating to America, and they look at us like, damn, y'all complaining about X, Y, and Z? And I don't want to get on no high horse and, and, and try to make it seem like everybody in America just got a perfect life. That's not the case at all. However, in comparison to a lot of other places, like we we kind of got the best end of the stick. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's a lot of police brutality. There's a lot of gang stuff. There's a lot of a lot of bullshit that you got to deal with in, in certain places in America, especially the inner cities. You know what I mean? We got it rougher than, you know, most people within in, in America. But in comparison, even still to those overseas, like, I remember I was in Singapore and over there in Singapore, like, if you get caught stealing from the store, you know, doing some kind of crime... They got this thing called Canaan. So what they do is they put your your arms in this little makeshift little little thing that basically prevent you from being able to move. So your head and your arms are sticking through this little makeshift thing. It reminds me of like something i seen in like Captain Hooker, one of those like cartoons back in the day. But your head and your arms are sticking through this thing. And then they have this almost like a little mini table to where it's. Where your midsection is at. So what it does is it it forces you to kind of kind of have your your butt sticking out almost, and then they come through and they whoop you. And this is grown ups as well. This ain't just no kids or nothing like that. Like you will get a whooping. You know what I'm saying? And they do this in front of the K through 12 age groups. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I say that to say, you know, that's not some of the punishments that are still being you know placed upon us you know as american citizens today now i'm not trying to defend our judicial system not saying that everything is perfect i'm just saying that overseas you know a lot of other countries a lot of residents of other countries don't have it as good as us as a as a as a as a a majority you know what i'm saying so i I just want to put that out there you know what i mean i get it you know what i'm saying i grew up in the inner city I, I i've witnessed you know police uh, brutality I've, I've witnessed a lot of things that other groups in america don't have to deal with but i've also been overseas and seen where my life was 10 times better than a lot of other people in different countries so i just wanted to clarify that all right so tracking moving forward um In America, in my opinion, as well, is that we're very, very divided as a country. We find all kind of things to just further divide ourselves. And I created a little list right here, so I'm gonna go through it. You know, you got liberals, conservatives, like Democrats, Republicans. You have, you know, be uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, Police Lives Matter, Brown Lives Matter, Laker fans, Rams fans, Women's Rights, those that don't care for Women's Rights, Pro Choice. Uh, non-pro-choice, so many different factions, so many different groups that we create to where we cause division. You know what I mean? And that's a problem, you know? And so you got to ask yourself, why is there so much division? Or at least that's what I do. I always ask myself, you know, why is it like this? Maybe that's a sociologist in me, you know what I mean? So why is there so much division? Well, one reason someone would desire division amongst group of people if at would be if they wanted to control that group, right? So back in the day during slavery, they used to, you know, Jim Crow law or not necessarily Jim Crow laws, but they had the uh the, the Willie Lynch letter or John Lynch letter, whatever that guy name was. And it was like the light skinned versus the dark skinned slaves, the house slaves versus the in the field slaves, all these different things, right? And it was The vision created amongst them, young versus old, to basically better control this group of people. You know what I mean? Prevent them from coming together. So why would somebody want to prevent a group coming together? Especially like a group of Americans, right? We all supposed to be on the same side and everything like that. Why would somebody want to create the vision amongst a group? One is to control that group, right? Right. Now, who's in control? Who's pulling the strings? I'm not gonna go into all of that kind of stuff. That's 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 not why I wanted to create this uh, this episode. But I I did just want to kind of point those different things out. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if we all came together. What what would we do? Like, if we had unity, right? Everybody came together. What tends to happen is whatever is popular amongst that group, whatever popular amongst that population of people that's what then becomes what everybody is striving to better, right? So, you know, the majority of people want healthcare, that's what we're going to start fighting for. Hey, the majority of people want, you know, uh, employment, safety, clean water, clean air, then that's what they're going to start fighting for. Now, isn't that something that, that everybody wants? Yes, but when you look at you know different laws and different bills that the Republicans versus the um, the Democrats. You know they fight for, they lobby for. A lot of it is stuff that can benefit everybody at the table. But what tends to happen is people will get caught up on one topic, right? Oh, I'm pro. Oh, pro. She's pro-choice. Oh, I'm against that. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not pro-choice. And then they start tying in religion, and they start doing all of this. And then what tends to happen? You start creating these separate groups. And then you forget about all the other agendas that's on the table. And you got to ask yourself, why would somebody do that? Why would I fight pro-choice and, uh, you know, employment? And then this other group will say, hey, I'm not pro-choice, but I'm also fighting for clean air. We forget all about the employment, the clean air. We start going towards what we are, what, what creates a string for us, what, what tugs on our emotions. And that's a problem. So you guys got to start thinking outside of the box and not just voting for candidates because of, you know, what you feel like is right or what you think. No, it has to be what is no shit actually right. You know what I mean? And you guys, us as a collective, as a group, we got to apply pressure on our politicians and make sure that we hold them accountable, right? One thing that's always bothered me, being in the military, right, you can sit there and do 20 years in the military and you get 50% of your your net pay. Right. You do 20 years, you get 50% of your net pay for the rest of your life. That's still good better numbers than you know different places, you know, on the civilian side. However, comma, as a politician, you do one term. Now, as a congressman, that one term is only two years. You do one term, you get a hundred percent of your net pay for the rest of your life, and your children get to go to school. Now in the military, our children get to go to school. Uh, They get like, for instance, if you're from California, your kids get to go to any CSU for free for the first three years or something like that. Why not the full four? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like we need to really collectively start fighting towards things that matter to us as a as a whole, as a group. You know what I mean? And stop worrying about. I want you to do what I would have did in that situation. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest things I feel like people do. Oh, if I was. You know, a young single person that got pregnant, I would expect them to do this. Why does that matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, let people live their life, but collectively as a group, what benefits you and what benefits my children, your children, our children, our grandchildren? Like, to me, that's what's important. So let's fight towards that. Let's focus on that and, uh, you know, stop being judgmental. I feel like a lot of the, the stuff that people end up voting towards is more like judgmental stuff. But I'll get off that high horse and I'll move forward. Now, let's let's go back into this Russia thing. I'm going to just touch on it real real quick. So with Russia, and, and I don't have all the facts, right? However, comma I know that Russia and Ukraine, you know, they were all part of the Soviet Union back in the day. And then with the fall of the Soviet Union, the West, which is America, uh, Europe, and a lot of these other different countries, they got more involved and they were like, hey, we'll help you out, Ukraine, come be a part of us. You know what I mean? So Ukraine, they end up, you know, later on in, in, in life, they end up siding along with with the West, which, you know, is why part of the reason why Putin is is a little bit upset. And so there's a lot of cultural reasons behind that as well. I don't have time to dive into all of that. But basically, he's like, yo, these are like they're supposed to be part of our. They're they're part of the Soviet Union. You know what I mean? Like we want them back type of deal. And so he's moving into, into Russia or he's moving into the Ukraine. Now, why does that matter to me and you 4,500 miles away um, from Ukraine, but only 2,400 miles away from, from Russia? Why does that matter? Now, from the, the California coast, right? From the West Coast, Russia is only like 2,400, 2,500 miles away. Now, Ukraine on that other end, is a little bit further away from from like DC area, right? From the East Coast, they're a little bit further. They're about like forty. Well, actually, they're probably about the same same distance, or maybe a little bit more. I'll, I'll check. I'll double check my geography. But imagine if they were able to reach us from both the West Coast and the East Coast, that creates a problem. You know what I mean? And then it's just furthering. You know, someone who we're not friends with is just furthering their reach towards us, and it's furthering their Ability, right now, what's something in in Ukraine that Russia may care for? Now, Ukraine, prior to them, you know, getting hit economically back in the day, they were like the third largest uh, uh, nuclear power, right? America, we were first. Russia's number two, and then Ukraine was number three. Now, together, Ukraine and Russia, they'll they'll be. You know they'll be more powerful than us. You know what I mean. And I don't think that Ukraine is trying to go with Russia or anything like that. But I'm just saying, as far as if Russia had Ukraine's ability, then that makes them a little bit more, a little bit more elite than us when it comes to the nuclear, the nuclear power game. Now, where where I come involved, or where I, where I, what I don't like about the situation, is the fact that. We've told them, like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. Don't do this, don't do that. And they've done everything we've told them not to do. And so a lot of people have been, you know, I have seen a couple of tweets like, oh, you know, this wouldn't have happened underneath Trump. All oh, this, or what's what's going on over here? All kind of stuff like that. Now, from a military posture, the problem becomes, like, this is where the problem becomes, if you are operating overseas and people can't take you serious, that becomes a problem if people are comfortable with not following what you what you say that becomes a that becomes a huge problem now what is what does that mean with everything that's going on imagine you on a on a school yard you in prison wherever you wanna you wanna uh imagine yourself to be diplomacy is almost like paperwork right are we gonna go ahead and enact this we're gonna do this my friend is over again beat up but i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go collect money from everyone around the neighborhood to kind of make sure that you know we build something to prevent this guy from getting beat up again you know what i mean all while your friend is still getting beat up and getting punched in the face then i'm gonna go oh he's still not listening um okay so now i'm gonna go to all of his family members and i'm going to you know Not allow them to I'm going to take all their mail. I'm not going to allow them to get their their checks in the mail. I'm going to shut off their bank accounts all while this friend is still being punched in the face. Right. Now, that works with certain groups of people and that works with certain. That works on a certain level. However, common that does not work with everyone, and so Putin, uh, Putin over there, has basically showed that he does not care about these sanctions that America has put in place. If anything, we starting to feel the effects of it because gas prices are rising, right? They own a lot of gas as well. You know what I mean? They're, you know, they've been involved in 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 the uh, Middle East for a while, so they they have access to gas that you know they're cool with Iran. You know, they they have relationships with other people in the Middle East, so. You know, they, they, they have gas, you know what I mean? And we're feeling the effects of that as well. You know what I mean? Because we're, we're starting to be in a position where we may have to start going into our reserves, which then that creates a problem, right? That skyrockets. We'll fuck around be paying $6 a gallon tomorrow if we start going into the reserves. Um. Now, all of this starts to affect us as a collective. You know what I mean? It doesn't have anything to do with if you're pro-choice, you're Black Lives Matter, you don't care if Black Lives Matter, you're Blue Lives, whatever the case may be. And I'm not siding with anyone, but the, the point of the matter is like as a group of people, we're collectively Americans. You know what I mean? Overseas, they don't see us no different. They look at us all as spoiled Americans, right? No matter black, white, yellow, green, whatever, spoiled Americans, you know what I mean? And we're still all collectively are going to feel the raft and the pain from whatever results in this. If this is not put the put the rest fast, I wish we would have been involved a little sooner. My personal opinion, just because who knows what we start creating. Right. What if we start creating other countries that feel like, well, shit, if Russia can do it, I can do it. You know, what if China starts saying, well, shit, I'm going to start heading towards Taiwan. What if they start saying, well, shit, let me. Let me start revisiting some of these these islands off the coast of Japan that you know like that I was I I wanted prior to this. You know what I mean? And then what does that do? That spreads out our our people, that spreads out our troops, right? And then it creates that 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 influence around the world. Like, well, shit, America, they told Russia not to do X, Y, and Z. And Russia been running through it. You know what I mean? So shit, let's, let's put, let's press our line as well. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like, you you have to hit a bully right then in there head on. If not, you, you lose more than what you'll gain. You know what I mean? Once you start fighting for self-defense, that's when it becomes too late. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be a little bit more offensive. You know what I mean? And we watch these dudes build up their entire troops, start uh, building up all of their supplies, loading up all their stuff right there at the borders. They even have like, like blood at the border you know what I mean and with that so for people who who may who that might have went over your head so what they're doing is they're putting reserves of blood over there because if they start having trauma victims and stuff like that they basically have their own little version of a red cross right then and there you know what I mean so they're showing that they they not they not playing around you know what I mean they are ready to go and so we gotta we in my opinion we gotta be more offensive than defensive Um I've heard a couple times that you know President Biden, he didn't want to fight them on Ukraine soil. Uh, you know, I get it, but we we got to figure it out. You know what I mean? So that's that. Uh, and again, effects of war affect everybody. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's nothing that is like, oh, okay, well, those that are, you know. BLM pro pro-choice, you know, this this movement, that movement, it's not like the results of of war are different from each one of those groups. All of it's the same. During World War 1, World War 3, a lot of this stuff hit everyone. Now, certain communities do get hit harder, right? If I'm already in uh you know, dealing with poverty, then it's going to get even worse for me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm already, you know, Getting hit with you know poor medical care, it's gonna get worse. Now I created a list of different things that you know kind of took place after each world war. Um, for one, crime usually skyrockets because it's the 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 level of policing is minimized. You know what I mean? Uh, all able bodies usually end up going to war if it get real bad. You know what I mean? So that then minimize the policing, right? Uh, higher rates for everything. Poverty is at an all-time high. Uh, degra- I put degra- degradation of communities. You know what I mean. Shortages, shortages, and some tongue twisters. Shortages in job availability. Shortages on food. Higher rates of death. Decrease in education. Uh, destruction of infrastructure. Displacement. Access to medical care decreases. You know what I mean. Amongst you guys, kind of see where I'm going with everything. I recommend that everybody stay in tune with what's going on, you know what I mean? And and definitely stay vigilant because look what happened when all that stuff was going over going on over there in China when it came to the uh the uh, the COVID stuff, right? We got hit last, right? But what happened? They start raiding all the stores. Cash was filling up one gallon water bottle uh, jugs with gasoline. Being clowns, you know what I'm saying, but this is what we have to deal with as a people because we we're so we're so detached from from each other that it's is disgusting you know what I mean Cats will sit there and go buy a million bottles of water just to try to resell them on Amazon and make money right and I'm not knocking anybody hustle, but you know for for the people that listen to me You know what I mean? The people that I I, I really fuck with, you know what I mean? My family, my friends, you know, my loved ones I really care for. Anybody that's tapped in with me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, just pay attention to that. I'm not saying go start stocking up on guns and food and all that, but just pay attention to what's going on. You know what I mean? You definitely got to keep your eyes involved. Don't be distracted by all the other bullshit that they putting on TV. Pay attention to what's going on. You know what I mean? And then read the bottom. I, I I learned this from a teacher a long time ago. He said, "Hey, forget what they showing you pictures of. Read what they saying at the bottom of the news. Them little clips that be going across the bottom. Read that. That's a lot of time where a lot of the the, the meat and potatoes be at. You know what I mean? Read was read what's going on across that bottom. Stay tapped in. Stay vigilant. You know what I mean? And just make sure y'all look out for one one another. Uh, I love y'all. Continue to you know follow me. Continue to you know." Uh, You know, give me feedback and, and, you know, push the agenda. Uh, I'm trying to take this platform to a whole nother level. You know what I mean? And you guys have been very dedicated and loyal to that. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Again, I wish y'all health, wealth, and uh, peace. All right. QT out.